Hey, you guys, what's up? Welcome back to the Vamo Radio Podcast. I have a very lovely and special guest with me today. This is Bishop. Hi, Bishop, how are you? I'm good. How are you doing? I am amazing. I'm really glad to be able to talk to you today. I know the music that you make and the messages that you have for the world to hear are unbelievable. And, you know, I want to dive into that as long as your, you know, new release, Overdrive, is released. Your upcoming EP you have coming out. So... But before we get into that, can you first tell us how did your musical journey begin? Uh, yeah, it actually began uh, in church. I'm like all the other R&B and mostly a lot of pop and rock artists started out in church. I grew up singing in church. Uh, I was in the children's choir uh, and then I ended up going into the boy choir, got some classical training uh, towards uh, the end of my adolescent years into like nine and ten. And then uh, when my voice changed, I uh, started getting into sports heavily and I uh, was playing baseball for a while. Um, but still felt like music was my thing. I went to baseball practice one day as, as I was walking and felt an unction to go back to the church. So I walked over to the church and joined a worship team at church at 11 years old, was leading people all the way up to I was 18 years old in that space. I uh, started writing and a whole bunch of stuff. I traveled with our jazz band in high school. We did some um, traveling all the way up to Door County, Wisconsin, even all the way down to Puerto Rico. Um, and I learned about traveling and touring and that just was the end of it. I had a taste of it. I was like, I, I want to do this for a life, uh, for my lifestyle, for my lifetime in general. So, um, yeah, that was kind of my starts, my beginnings in Cincinnati, Ohio. And uh, here we are today. Wow. Amazing. Amazing. And I know um, I've actually heard that um, it's being said that your music sound can be compared as sort of a blend between Troy Sivan and The Weeknd. How would you personally describe your sound? Oh, wow. Well, yeah, I would say that's almost dead on. Uh, Troy Sivan is probably one of my biggest like influences over the last, like, uh, I would say since 2018, so about five years now. Wow. Um, I've enjoyed his music in general. I felt really connected to just the sounds he uses, the writing uh, style and ability that he has to just connect his listeners overall. He even does chord changes and stuff sometimes in music that remind me of gospel stuff. There's a, on this Take Yourself Home in a Dream record, he has a da 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 I wrote a song just like that in college called Satisfied. da 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 Sacrifice into my love. I said, man, so that kind of stuff just made me go like, Troy is a beast. Um, Then uh, I would say, yeah, it, Troy and yeah, Weekend is a pretty similar thing. Um, I like Weekend. Uh, I was I would say like even more like I, I love like um a lot of R and B artists and a big pop fan as well. So just any mixture of a uh, combination of anybody in pop and in R and B, I think you can find me. Absolutely, and of course, again, speaking of your new latest release, Overdrive, that you just released June thirtieth. Can you tell us what was the process like creating the single for you? Like I know there's different artists that go through different processes, whether that's, you know, vocal warm-ups and then sitting down and writing and then, you know, getting the track together and everything, or are you going through different processes? Yeah. So with that process, it was actually interesting. I had finished my record already recording everything, but I came home from a wedding and I just felt like so many of my like uh, friends and family just over the course, of even like people who know me in, in the church world, um, they had expectations for me that I was like, I don't know if I should be living up to other people's expectations. And I was kind of frustrated. So I started writing a line and I put it on TikTok actually 
uh, that first line. You said I'm crazy and I'm out of my mind and high degree because I know you're right. You're going to hate me when I'm sipping my wine. I don't get the damn what you say tonight because I feel all right. Put down TikTok. Then uh, I met this guy uh, at a show uh, that the label I run. He came to the show and somebody introduced me and said, hey, this dude's from Cincinnati. I'm like, no, he's not. I'm from Cincinnati. Uh, <laughs> and Cincinnati ain't that big. So how do I not know this guy? Uh, we ended up hanging out that week and he asked me just flipping, like, you got any songs you're working on? So I showed him that line on the keyboard and he grabbed my computer and demoed the entire thing out right there. First wow. chord, boom, boom, and added the sounds, like had these beats going, added like the, the vibe. I was like, whoa, who are you? You know, um, <laughs> turned out that was Tyler Redman. Uh, he goes under the artist name by LaVey and uh, he was producing that song for me and it kind of evolved into like two and a half weeks of work and then it was done the dude was incredible my little brother as well caleb curry who is a vocal phenomenon here in los angeles another cincinnati kid uh, um, og native in cincinnati and um he came over and joined us and he like added some vocal like all the little cool things you hear he's a part of that so it was a group right we worked together uh which was you know something new i've been working on is just doing a lot more co-writing not just staying within myself i think the idea starts within myself first uh then I, I like to invite other people into it because it makes the song even better, I believe. And then uh, just as far as the production, like Tyler knew where I wanted. He heard the sound. He knew he knows my influences. He heard some of my other stuff. So I was like, let's go. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what? Um, something that I've noticed um, throughout your music as I, as I listened to it and pretty much trying to get an overall background as you, um, not only as a person, but your creativity behind your work is that your soul and your vibe is there. Like throughout your music, you can feel it when you hear it. I don't have to see you to feel you pretty much. Mm. That's, that's something that I personally have struggled with a couple artists, you know, even though there's a lot of mainstream and, you know, pop is big, hip hop is big, but um, being able to have that direct connection through someone's vocals and their voice and their message that they're telling people, to understand and reiterate, reiterate that back into their own world and their own lives is unbelievable to me. So you being able to provide that kind of cushion for me was unbelievable. I'm just like overwhelmed, amazing that you're able to do that, especially with your upcoming LP as well. Yeah, thank you, Vanessa. I appreciate that. It's, just, uh, it's really cool to sing from the heart. I'm learning more and more how important it is to like uh, be connected to your music in a way I, I've written songs that have just been about abstract ideas and I have fun with that it's kind of like watching a movie or writing for a movie in a sense it's like you you get the idea but I think everybody also has experiences that help them to connect to their music better and for me that's just like you know really good because I, I feel like I sing because I know it you know it's easy to sing something yeah. because I know it. so yeah um, I'm glad you feel that way and that's that's my hope I hope people feel that way when they hear me sing Absolutely. And of course, talking about your LP, um, Hold On, I'm Still Driving, which is releasing August 11th. Amazing. Um, yeah. You know, it delves into a lot of topics such as, you know, things of loss, um, misconnections, oppression, um, expectations that people have of each other. Why um, did you choose these topics to talk about in particular? Or is there any, you know, particular meaning to you personally? Yeah, 2020 was a hard year for everybody, including yeah. myself. Uh, it's the first time that I, I traveled a lot doing gospel music. I travel, I sing in churches all the time. 
I was singing on stages from anywhere from, you know, 10 to 15,000 to 2,000, uh, sometimes 200. Like if I was all over the place for a good six or seven years and my schedule was packed and I never really stopped. Uh, I think I filled my time a lot. So I wouldn't have to deal with things that I know I was scared to deal with. 2020 was no more of that, right? Everybody was in the mm-hmm. home. A lot of stuff kind of snuck up on me. I felt alone. Uh, I had a lot of like demons I did, never dealt with. And that stuff really came back at me on top of that, losing people. I love, I lost like three family members all within a month. My oh. mentor and uh godfather passed away as well. It was just a lot of crazy stuff and I couldn't even get to them. Um, so it, it was a crazy time and I found comfort in driving on the PCH. I live in California. So driving the Pacific coast highway was just something like I found comfort in a friend of mine drove me one day and it, we didn't even have to say a word, just drove, just kept driving. And uh, that became like a habit where I was like, when I felt pain or frustration or anxiety, like I was just going to drive, just get in my car and just start driving. So I would drive and drive. I listened to some music. I had a playlist and Troye Sivan was on there, a couple other people, 1975. I had a lot of 80 stuff, Whitney Houston, Prince, Michael Jackson, Rita, stuff that I just like, I think music was like my soundtrack in a way to my pain and how I felt. So I started writing my own stuff to connect with that as well. And that's where all the songs come from. There's heartbreak in there. There's um, songs about like flirting or or getting friends on. There's a whole bunch of stuff on this record. Uh, there's a song about an actual situation between friends that were in love and something happened. Uh, and I was in the middle of it as far as like being that friend, you know, that's like close enough. And it hurts when that whole thing separates and tears and you get to see it. Uh, I had a whole bunch of that. So I think uh, this record is special to me because it was my expression of that. And on top of that, musically, it just expresses exactly how I've been wanting to express myself musically for a long time and just never had to really the avenue to do it. So uh, this record is holding on. I'm still driving. It's basically saying like, yeah, yeah, I'm on the ride and I'm going to keep driving because this is where I feel at home at right now. And uh, the songs are definitely definite replica or representation of that, too. Yeah, absolutely. I'm actually really glad you mentioned that. Well, first of all, I'm sorry for your loss. I know a lot of people did lose a lot during, you know, COVID and throughout the years, people have been, you know, kind of in a rocky situation. We're still trying to get on our feet now, um, you know, and also you mentioning that you had that cushion of driving, something that you could believe that pressure, the thoughts of your mind, just, you know, going on open road and just feeling free from those emotions. I think right. that's really important for people to focus on mental health very much, especially within yourself first, because it starts with you for you to help someone else. So absolutely. 100%. Yep. Definitely. Absolutely. Also, can you tell me um, who has been some of your biggest musical influences in the industry? Great question. Um, man, it always, it goes all the way back to Twinkie Clark uh, from the Clark sisters. She is like the Clark sister, the one who wrote in, did all the good singing. And I think her sisters are like pieces of her, you know, just mm-hmm. the way she can run. Her range is Karen. Her like ability to like scat and do different riffs. And uh, she also had like a preaching kind of voice too as well. Her growls, that's Dorenda. She also had this soft tone. She sings baritone in a group. Uh, she has an appreciation for parts. That's Jackie, you know. So of course you have the other sister as well, Denise. I think they all just learned from Twinkie, Twinkie was, and every time you see like yeah. Twinkie out and about, or you hear artists, they refer to the classicists, but they refer to Twinkie. Yeah. You know, uh, even she's being sampled right now. She's sampled on Beyonce's uh, record, uh, Church Girl, at the the beginning in Thy Holy Will. That's Twinkie Clark singing. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! It is. Yeah. Oh my gosh! I just realized that. Wow. 
Yeah, oh. or the Family Feud record, the Ha Yeah 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 mm-hmm. on the uh, four 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 record with uh, Jay Z. That's that's Twinkie. That's you know that's Twinkie Clark. So the list goes on and on. People have sampled her, and I think the biggest thing for me was like when I first kind of learned about Twinkie, I seen her name with a lot of people like Stevie Wonder or Michael McDonald from the Doobie Brothers. So my heart was like, if this woman can write gospel music and also quote unquote be from the church in the secular world is what they call it like in church secular music like if they love her Rita Franklin like loved and adored the Clark sisters they was from Detroit stuff like that then I think I, I want to be that way I want to be able to you know be hang out with people who are just doing music have a love for it and not always be locked up within the four walls of church so big influence was Twinkie for sure uh, Fred Hammond was another one I wanted to be Fred I think I still am Fred Hammond sometimes just his ability <laughs> and what he did uh, with music and with gospel music he gave it a new sound the dude was crazy still funky love Uncle Fred and then uh yeah when it comes to like pop music and stuff I'm a big Whitney Houston fan Whitney Houston will always have like a place in my heart she just her versatility her vocal ability everything uh her songs like they're timeless they are the soundtracks to our lives um I to keep it current I love Coldplay Coldplay was like a big part of me like man there's a different sound out here I haven't really touched yet and uh yeah I got a big love for Coldplay um and then uh, I would say like um two more would probably be a choice of mine again and he's become like a really big like I watch him. His writing is incredible. Just the way he thinks, the way he paints a picture. I want to paint pictures like him um, even more. And then, uh, man, I, there's so many, but Brandy. Brandy is like vocal. Wow. He's called the vocal Bible for a reason. So if you hear my tones and stuff a lot and the way I stack my parts and stuff, like Brandy's probably one of my biggest inspirations on that. Amazing. Amazing. Bishop, tell me, what is your ultimate goal? And, you know, I know a lot of artists, they have, um, whether it's multiple goals uh, with their creating their music and their creativity and then behind the process, what has been one of your ultimate goals, even from the beginning for creating your music? Yeah, um, one of my goals has been one, like, I want it to feel good to me. I want to express something and be proud of something that I'm making. Uh, my entire life, I've been writing within the church scene and it was welcome, but also it was hated at the same time because it wasn't mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't admired due to it just not being like the structure of how people write songs in church. And uh, I never really kind of like, I would get like, Oh, that's nice. But I never got like, Oh my God, it's amazing. Until I stepped out and just started doing it without caring about what people thought. But even within the context of that, I couldn't write what I wanted to say. So uh, I, I just more first, I wanted to be in love with what I did overall. I wanted to say what I wanted to say. And I wanted to like create the music I wanted to create. Uh, the other thing was like, I hope that people can relate. Like one of the best ways that or best things about music, when you hear Stevie Wonder or Michael Jackson, you hear Whitney Houston, you hear Celine Dion, all these like incredible people, you hear their songs. And the reason why they're timeless is because everybody can relate. Everybody's been broken up with before. Everybody has been in love before. Everybody wants to make love. Everybody um, has had like heartbreak, you know, just all these different things, disappointments. So when you write songs like that, like they become timeless. They're a part of people's lives. And so I want people to listen to me and go, damn, I feel him. I feel him like I've been there. Um, and I think this is just the worlds they create and the pictures they create, the pictures people create with their music is so important. So, um, yeah, that's my hope. I hope. And then also I want people to vibe, like, ain't yeah. no like a vibe, you know what I'm saying? And you could be driving and listening to absolutely nothing like hip hop. Like I don't be knowing half the words people be saying, but the vibe be good. Like, dang, I'm going to get some, uh, I, I just want people to vibe out and you know, wrong with just the simplicity of that. Absolutely. Bishop, I really appreciate having you as a guest on the show. I mean, your vibe already is so calming and it's just so 
relieving to talk to you. Like I don't have to, you know, you know, sometimes, you know, you get on, then the, the host be doing the most like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I'm just, I'm because normally like you'll hear me on the show and I'm real up and bubbly and sometimes I'm low and down, but I'm like, I'm real calm right now and chill. And it's like your vibe and it's just really mellow. I love it. I absolutely love it. So thank you. I appreciate it. It's been an honor to be on your show. This is fun. Absolutely. Tell me where can we stay connected with you as well? Yeah, I'm on all the social platforms. I'm on uh, Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm on Facebook. I'm on the new threads. Um, and I'm on TikTok <laughs> as well. Just Bishop's World. That's B-I-S-H-O-P-S World. W-O-R-L-D underscore actor. Because somebody tried to take Bishop's World before I got it. So I had to add that wow. underscore there. Um, as well as you can find me on Twitch. I live stream. Um, and then also on YouTube. YouTube is big as well. So you can contact me on all those ways. And I will get back to you somehow, some way. You can also email me at world of bishop at gmail.com um as well i'll respond to you there fantastic bishop thank you so much again for being on the show i appreciate you yeah, thank you vanessa and uh hopefully everybody enjoys the music that's coming out